0: Welcome back Ford Explorers. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to remind you that we have a Twitter, we have an Instagram, and we have a Patreon if you want to support us and get a subliminal shout out. Most importantly, we have our hotline. Typically, we tell you a story, but we want you to tell us a story. So call us or text us to the hotline, tell us your story, and enjoy this week's episode.
1: Ford explorers and welcome back to the Asket Spirit Hour. I, of course, am the Colonel. This is my son Caleb. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to the Asket Spirit Hour. This is the podcast uh, shot on a haunted camera where we talk about all of the weird things that may or may not be out there in the world. Uh, Caleb, how are you? I'm good. Yeah. Good. Um... Yeah, I'm good. Wow, what a resounding, (laughs) he's good. Well, the way that we start our podcast, we always have one main subject that we talk about for give or take about an hour. But before that, we like to get into uh, our weekly ghost report. We are ghost boys. We like ghost hunting. We love that sort of stuff. And I happen to own a little haunted bar. And uh, Caleb works at that haunted bar, and every week he gives us a little ghost report. So, Caleb, what do you got for us this week?
0: Uh, this week, it was a little higher than normal. Last week, it was kind of boring. I just talked about the lights. Well, wasn't there a
1: floating glass this
0: week? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was just one that fell again. Oh, okay. Um, uh, CC kind of blew it a little out of proportion. but Okay. Uh, no... Uh, we again saw the girl with the long hair, uh, the bald guy made an appearance again, which we very rarely see him. Maybe
1: it's, maybe he's a warm weather ghost. He might be. <laughs> he's a fair weather ghost. Maybe he's, <laughs> maybe he's a, ba- we do. there's a baseball stadium. This is Louisville. Oh no, I just doxed us. So who knows that maybe it is, uh, maybe it's a big old baseball player.
0: Could be. Uh, yeah. Cause typically there's two that we've seen. There's a lady with the long hair that's in the back section and then a bald guy in a white button up shirt in the front section. And we very rarely see him. I've seen him a couple of times. It's the times. ghost of
1: an insurance salesman.
0: I did. Uh, I saw one of them. I don't know who it was, but I came from the bathroom. And there's, like, the corner of the bar where some people like to stand and wait to get cashed out. Uh-huh. And uh, both me and CC were like, oh, well, we got to help that guy. And there was no one there.
1: Oh, nice. Um you gotta but, love it you gotta love the dual delusion yeah uh, speaking, th- speaking of uh, I heard that there was a little kid that came in asking for no I'm just kidding <laughs> I just it's relevant to today's topic I just want to talk about it that's all uh sorry continue um
0: but again just like the lights and seeing stuff at the corner of our eyes um the first bathroom the motion sensor is kind of an angle so if the door's slightly open if you walk past it it'll set the light off that happened. Um, but nothing too spectacular. Another glass falling. Yeah, but.
1: the group chat made it seem like there was a uh, a floating glass. I'm a little disappointed, but we'll get there. We'll get to a floating we'll glass. We'll get there. Yeah. I, it, I think the summer months, I mean, it does seem like the, I'm so sorry to everybody. I just cleared my throat loudly into the microphone. I'll edit that out. But there is a, uh, I feel like in the summer we do get a little bit more ghost activity. But it's good that the lady with the long hair is out. I like that we have, like, an established ghost. Oh, yeah. We need some lore for it. I guess I should probably look it up. But this offer, as always, stands. Uh, If any of you would like to come and ghost hunt in our little bar, leave us a little comment, shoot us a DM or something like that. We'd set something up. We're happy to have, whether you're amateur, professional, whatever, we definitely got some wild stuff happening in there. And it's a building that... Has never been ghost hunted because it's been it was closed and all but abandoned for the past fifty years mm-hmm. until we moved in. So uh, if you'd like to give it a shot, let us know. But uh, today the subject is sort of ghostly, or at least it's about disappearances.
0: It is um, this one. You may have heard the story before. It was
1: yeah, if you've ever seen the movie The Changeling.
0: Yep, starring Angelina Jolie.
1: Uh, uh, you know it's funny. As I was about to say if you're a big Nicole Kidman fan, <laughs> but that's uh, what is the the Nicole Kidman ghost movie. Oh. What is that one? Oh, anyway, leave yeah. it in the comments. It's a really good movie. I just can't remember what it's called. But yeah, Angelina Jolie. Um, And it is about uh, a disappearing boy. Yeah, about Walter Collins. The dis- It's more or less about the disappearance of Walter Collins. It's also about... Um, There's going to be a little bit of serial killer talk in here. uh, Trigger warning, content warning for any of those uh, listening that maybe didn't pick it up from the description, but we are going to be talking about uh, kids. We are going to be talking about, unfortunately, at some point, violence towards children, as shitty as that is, as a thing, we do have to talk about it for a little bit, but we are going to be talking about kidnapping and stuff, so just be aware that we'll be all over this podcast. There will be nowhere to skip, so if you don't want to listen to that, by all means, go listen to one of our fun UFO ones or something, but today we are going to talk about Walter Collins and uh, his mother, Chris. Christine Collins and the weird, weird, weird relationship they seem to have. Uh, but before we get into that, as always, why don't you give us a little bit of backstory?
0: Yeah, so uh, there's not a whole lot of information on Christine Collins because she's kind of the main character of the story. While Walter does play a big part. Um, well, I I know I say main character like you that. You guys but, will
1: understand why my reaction is my reaction in about 40 minutes.
0: Um, But uh, there's very little information on both of them. Uh, Christine Collins was born... In 1888, uh, as Christine Ida Dune, Um, she was just a working-class woman, made her way to L.A., uh, lived in L.A. for a while, uh, where she met Walter J. Collins, um, who was actually Walter Joseph Anson. Okay. He was an ex-convict who used an alias uh, because he was arrested so many times that he made his way to L.A. and changed his name to get away from his family and to get away from his past, Uh, He met Christine and and they fell in love and they had a son, uh, Walter Conrad Collins. When I refer to Walter Collins throughout this story, I'm going to be talking about the son. And that is because Walter J. Collins or Walter Joseph Anson had a history with robberies and crime, like I said, uh, and never really gave it up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he was a he was a money man. He would uh, rob streetcars and stuff. Take people's valuables, shit like that. Back in the day when you could just kind of put a gun in somebody's face and if you were quick enough on your feet, before cars were really abundant enough, Mm -hmm. you know. I I hate to say the the golden age of crime, but the golden age of crime. So uh, they
0: have their son, Walter Conrad Collins, in 1918. And uh, two years later, uh, Walter Joseph uh, Sr. gets arrested because he held up a street conductor, a streetcar conductor, steals all the valuables, from uh, everyone on the streetcar and the conductor, and immediately walks off and gets arrested. Well. There's, like, cops waiting for him, <laughs> well, essentially.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah that, well, that's one of the downsides, right? It's, like, that it's a streetcar, so if you're going to rob it, you have to either stop it or get on it while it's moving. And it's, it's I mean, people know where it's going. It's yeah. pretty easy to <laughs> stop the thing. It's on a track, yeah, you know? It's, it's not the easiest <laughs> or smartest thing to rob. It's not exactly
0: fast. Uh, so he gets arrested, and he gets... Uh, sentenced and sent to Folsom uh, Prison, where he ends up dying August 16th of
1: 1932. Got himself a case of the Folsom River... Bo- oh, God. Folsom I- City Blues. <laughs> oh, it's prison. God, oh, Folsom Prison. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> We're useless. Um, Listen to a better podcast.
0: So, uh, Walter Joseph Sr. or Walter Joseph will pop up a little later um, when we talk about the conspiracies around this case, but what you need to know about him now is he was uh, Walter's dad... And he was arrested and sent to prison.
1: He died doing what he loved, being a, uh, a well, a convicted felon. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, so Christine ends up raising Walter Conrad on her own for most of his life, because like I said, seemingly with her eyes closed, uh, his father went to prison when he was two. And they just kind of lived together for a while. Um, she said that. Walter was very mild mannered, very docile, and would refer to his mother all the time. Just mother.
1: Yeah, it's such a that's to me, that's I get that that's docile, but that feels creepy. Mama. Mother. 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 Just uh, call her mom. When Walter was ten on
0: March tenth, nineteen twenty eight, uh, he asked Christine if he could have some money to go see a film at a theater.
1: Yo, Christine, <laughs> let me he get said, that green. Mother,
0: may I have some coin to see a movie, please?
1: He disappeared. Uh, on the way to that movie. Yes, yeah. uh, that is the last right weird, on, weird right
0: segue. <laughs> he said, Mama, can I have some money? And she never saw him again.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry I jumped ahead a little bit. I was just, I'm excited about it. Yeah, he disappeared on the way to the movies, which is uh, something I wished I could have done a hundred times as a kid. Never quite took.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, my parents thwarted me disappearing or running <laughs> away. By having a mile-long driveway growing
1: up. (laughs) He'll get winded by the end of it.
0: There were times where I'd get real pissed off, and I had, like, a little bug-out bag, and I'd throw it on, and I'd start walking down the driveway, and I'd just hear, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm leaving. She's like, my mom would go, all right, well, Come back soon, I guess. And I'd get halfway <laughs> to the driveway, and I'm like, I have no fucking clue where I'm going. We live in the middle of nowhere.
1: My parents were smart enough that they, like, <laughs> let me play outside often enough that there wasn't a tremendous appeal yeah. to running away. It was like, oh, well, well, I mean, I won't go live in the bush. I mean, my- that doesn't sound better. My whole thing was uh, my
0: grandparents lived, like, three miles away. Okay. Um. So in my brain, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to run away and walk there until I processed it in my tiny brand where I was like, yeah, that's three miles. And I have a backpack with a can of pineapple and no water. And I'm nine. Yeah. <laughs> and it's you the just start mi- it's the middle of summer. It's like 90 degrees outside. And I'm wearing basketball shorts and a t-shirt. I'm not going to make it down this driveway. I think
1: the reason that some parents are more arrogant than others depends on the hubris their child has. Because they can be like, oh, yeah, you think you're going to go do that? And then, obviously, the child's proven wrong because he's a kid and he's dumb as (laughs) shit. And then that parent, like, takes that to the school board meeting and is like, I know what I'm talking about! No, 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 no. (laughs) You just have a kid who can't successfully run away, which is not the flex you think it is.
0: So, Christine, uh, like... (laughs) We're going to give her a lot of flack throughout Dude, this episode. A, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I've I've dipped into it a little bit, but I'm just, I'll am just i take the flack for this. Christine's got some fucked up eyes or something. I, they didn't show up to work. I don't know what the problem is. But this kid goes to go to the movies. That's how he walks back then. That's how it, they all walked. And uh, he disappears. And then, you know, his mother is like, oh, shit. Well, he didn't come back from that movie. I should do something. In five days. It took her yep. five days. Five days. That's two days fewer than a week for those playing at home. Five days. Five days. One work week. And she was like, you know, on second thought. Like, five days. <laughs> she said, damn, how long are they making movies nowadays? <laughs> You're the worst mother. I've, like, I had... To, occasionally quite absent parents and they still knew exactly where my dumbass was.
0: Well I, I mean I lived on a couple of acres growing up and I would just go out into the I'd wake up, go out into the woods and come back when it got dark. But even even if I was gone for say eight hours when I get back, my mom was like, Why didn't you let us know where you're going?
1: Not Dude, five days. Same in my house mm-hmm. I could I could get up at the crack of dawn. I could hop on my dirt bike and go ride in the woods and be gone all day. My mother wouldn't say a word. But if I rolled into that driveway after the sun had gone down, she'd be throwing pots and pans at me. Like, how dare you? You know, you do not stay out after it's. And it's like, those were just the rules. I trust you to be out there, but things change when it gets dark. But that being said, beyond that, if you five days, if you went missing, I would do something before five fucking days. Last week, you know, we talked about Anthony Bourdain, like, they found him when he missed two, two meals. meals. Yeah, <laughs> this kid was gone for I guess what is that? Fifteen, 15 meals. <laughs> Should we start measuring it that way? We need to call the cops. They're like, "Hey, I've got a missing he's been person. missing in seventeen meals. I don't know what happened to him. How many meals has he been missing for? Four. Oh shit! We'll be. I'm sorry. We'll get right on it. We'll find him and beat him up. We promise.
0: Yeah. So uh, Christine finally, five days later, is it's like, doot like, hey, uh, do, 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 do. return of the phone bit. Everyone loves the phone bit. I love the phone bit." Uh, hey, uh, LAPD, yeah, my son went missing five days ago. They said, what? <laughs> five? What are
1: you just calling us now for? She said, because she sent a letter? <laughs> Do you think she was like, dearest L.A. police department, I believe my child Walter has gone amiss. No, I don't, because she was a phone operator. <laughs> That's so much better. Well, I got she was now. directly
0: plugged into the fucking police station.
1: She waited five days to say her kid was missing. Do you think she was like, I bet the first couple days she was like, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I know I shouldn't be happy, but this feels amazing. He's gone. And he's just, he's so docile. He never does anything. He's so boring. He's gone now. And then by like day three, she's like, you know, this vacation's been nice, but I'm yeah maybe I should. no no i'll give him a little more time because you know he might come back like i have a feeling she had convinced herself it honestly feels like she was stoked her kid was gone and by day five she was like okay it's like five mm-hmm. days i should i gotta say something by now right like i would imagine somebody else in her family was like wait you haven't seen walter and she's like no why and she's like, well how long's it been and She's like, oh it's been great it's been like four days it's
0: it's been four days? Yeah, no, He went to go see a movie. Dude. <laughs> Double feature, am I right? But it's pretty uh, cool. It's amazing.
1: He's been gone. I, honestly, I needed the time to get some stuff done. I've got to work on me a little. They're like, he's been gone for five days, Christine. You have to tell
0: someone. <laughs> so she calls LAPD, and she's like, hey, you know, no biggie, but my son's been now missing for five I days. I to tell you guys about this, but my kid's gone. My kid's have been gone for five I'm, days.
1: I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm not that mad about it.
0: Uh, Walter's disappearance then received nationwide attention. And, <laughs> yeah, and probably <laughs> with the, that caveat, it wasn't just a kid missing, mom waits five <laughs> fucking days. You know what they say? First 48, most important. <laughs> uh, that does not include. The first 48 after the five days you've already waited. You don't pick those
1: 48. (laughs) What
0: would that be?
1: Can I reschedule my 48? It's like when we talked about um, Julius and Ethel Rosenberg, the atomic spies, when they are like, hey, can we reschedule our um, execution because of our religious holiday? And they're like, yeah, sure, we'll just do it before. And they're like, fuck (laughs) me. It feels like the same thing. So uh, the LAPD got
0: hundreds of leads, um, one being like, Oh, I I saw him in Glendale
1: at a gas station wrapped in newspaper. Yeah, it was just his his head was exposed. And that's a weird thing to call in. You should go get, I mean, I know it's gross, but you should probably go get that body.
0: But the thing is, they never said if he was alive or dead in that situation. So I like to think he's just covered in newspaper and he's like, oh man, where the fuck's my mom? Um. Yeah,
1: he was like homeless and scared. And some guy's like, I saw him. He was wrapped in newspaper like a dead fish. Was he alive? <laughs> yeah, that that's incriminating.
0: Uh, <laughs> Uh, And other people said they saw him walking down the street. They saw him at diners,
1: all sorts of things. Hundreds of leads. They saw him singing karaoke. They saw him surfing. They saw him at the Met Gala. They saw him everywhere.
0: He was on a float singing a song. He was at a restaurant claiming to be the sausage king of Chicago. He was driving his friend's dad's car. (laughs) I like the
1: idea that all it is is just Walter just had Ferris Bueller's day off.
0: Ferris Bueller's five days off. (laughs) Again, five days. I don't know. We keep reiterating. It's
1: too long. It's too too long. Five days. days. You can't... Five. Cinco days. That's too many. I don't have a kid,
0: but even in any of my close friends, if I saw them every day... Like, I know that you're about to go out of town, but... If you were without telling me you were about to go out of town and I didn't see you for five days, you're like, Hey, I'm going to go see a movie. I know you got to work. So I'll just text you after the movie. And I don't see or hear from you for five days. It's going to take me two to be like, Hey dude, where the fuck are you?
1: (laughs) I think it might have something to do with being in the, the hospitality industry. Yeah. You know, but like, we're so on people for being on time and showing up like, because we have like a. Uh, basically an appointment with one another most of the days out of the week sometimes every day out of the week like i will see you i'm gonna see you around this time we're always accountable for that so i think it's easier because it's like you've seen caleb no what what do you mean no eight of you should have already seen him twice by now it's like
0: uh well we joke all the time with being in the service industry If a friend doesn't show up, like, 30 minutes after they're supposed to be somewhere, you immediately
1: are like, oh, fuck, they're dead. That's wild. They're dead. Dude, if somebody's late for work, you know they either slept all the way in or they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. So, five days. We... Passed it five days. Five days. This kid was gone for five days before she called the police department. A woman who works at the phone department. It's wild. So uh, LAPD
0: follows up on these hundreds of leads and have no success. None of them are actually Walter.
1: So the- uh, Do you think there was like a funny montage of them being like, this one's a bag of grass.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, I saw him over there on the corner. Wow, this this is is a golden retriever. One's like a kooky eccentric (laughs) homeless guy who just wanted to scare (laughs) him. I don't have no kids. (laughs) But so, look at my penis. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the police started facing huge negative backlash uh, publicly, and their uh, they're increased public pressure to solve the case. Like People are like, why haven't you found this kid? And they're like, why didn't she report it soon enough?
1: Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, uh, well, and also imagine a world where we're not already cynically like the police don't do anything. Yeah. Like they don't find anything. Anybody who's ever had a car broken into or whatever, you, you know full well the police don't do anything <laughs> about it. Imagine a world where you thought that wasn't the case. Yeah. You're like, all right, cool. Well the police will find this young boy because they're heroes. And then they were like, Oh yeah, no, we can't we can't find him. And they're like, Well, but 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 you're heroes. Yeah.
0: Um, so five months go past. Still haven't found Walter. Five months, five days. <laughs> um, and finally, someone calls from a diner in uh, DeKalb, Illinois. Good old DeKalb. Uh, and they said Hey, um, we think we found that missing boy from L.A. Okay. They're like, he looks a lot like the pictures we've seen. Um, he's claiming to be him. We found him. He's at this diner. We got your boy. We got your boy. That'd be great to hear. So
1: uh, letters and photographs were exchanged. Although in all fairness, not to interrupt you if she was excited as it, the five days seems to indicate that she was about her kid she's being like, gone. Yeah, <laughs> she's probably like mid-party. And they were like, hey, we found your son. And she was like, "What? I'm sorry, I can't quite, you're gonna have to say that one more time. God, shut the fuck up. What, what, you, w- no, he's dead.
0: <laughs> no. She's like, I don't got a husband. <laughs> I don't have a son. Hell yeah, party time, yeah, five Christ- months. Christine's
1: <laughs> getting her, what is it, what a- uh, Plit wet. Yeah, there we go. I was- <laughs> I was going to say groove back. (laughs) (laughs) Clit wet is what I wanted to say. Um, So they're like, hey, we have your son. (laughs) Christine Collins.
0: We have your son back. They sent photographs uh, and letters back and forth. Uh, Christine called. She
1: was like, shut up. Shut up. I'm partying. Christine just invented (laughs) cocaine.
0: Called him on the phone. They talked on the phone for a while, and she's like, all right, I think this is actually my son paid $70. $70 $70 to get him shipped Amazon overnight from Illinois back to L.A.
1: That seems like, yeah, just throw him in a box. Make sure handcuff him so he can't go anywhere this time.
0: And uh, he, he gets back to L.A. Uh, they have this reunion,
1: and she looks at him and goes, this is my son. <laughs> That's not true. I want to. Tell the whole story because much like it took her five fucking days, it took her three weeks. Took her three weeks, three weeks to go back to the LAPD. Right away, Mm -hmm. she wasn't like, "That's not my son." This lady who didn't know her kid was gone for five days when he gets back is like, "Yeah, you're my son." Sure. Now this kid was an inch shorter. Yep, he was two years older. Two years older. And pretty much everything about him was different. He, he looked very similar, he, yeah, but other he, than that... He's a small white boy. They all look the yeah. same. Uh, he didn't call her mother. He was no longer, like, timid. He was kind of a dick, and he called her Ma. Yep. And I think that's really funny. I like the idea that he was a dickhead and called her, like, a uh, Ma... Can, if you're from here, if you're from the South, Ma's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> if you're not from the South... Ma is a very condescending thing to call somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can only... Ma, PB&J, five minutes
0: right now. Yeah, exactly. She's like, what the fuck? I don't remember you being such a dickhead.
1: Yeah, like Ma is how you take all the affection out of Mama. Yeah. It's Ma. A bitch. Yeah, I'm gonna call you one syllable. Come here. Yeah, I think it's funny that she... And she took three weeks of that abuse, and she was like, maybe she's just dumb as fuck, because she was like... Maybe she just, you know, she was convinced he was going to come back, so she waited five days, and when she got there, she was like, no, I mean, I know that I'm being rude, and somebody's going to be like, you guys are being dicks, she was a mother who missed her child, and you're right, we are being dicks, and she was a mother who missed her child. Yeah, that's grief fair. probably but played into her it. her kid, and it took her three weeks to not know it was him, and she didn't know he was gone for almost a week, and like, he's nine, he's nine. So yeah, that's
0: <laughs> that's the, the thing that I want to talk about. Uh, so original recipe, Walter, like I said, was like quiet and docile and only referred to her as mother. And this other one in shorter, kind of bigger, like bigger, wide wise, shorter, clearly older. But I say clearly, I used to teach kids. And I couldn't tell you if a kid was 8 or 13.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you take a kid, <laughs> I know a kid, I know what a baby is. I know what a toddler is. And then from about 4 to 11, mm, Yeah, you're like, a 4-foot-tall booger monster. I don't know. Uh, if it can't walk, that's a baby. If it can walk but can't really
0: talk that much, that's a toddler. If it can talk uh, and walk but it's just still small, that's, I don't know, 4 to 7?
1: That's even better than I can do. I have no idea. You could be seven. You could be four. I don't know. I can tell you the difference between a 19-year-old and a 22-year-old because I've worked in bars my whole life, but I couldn't. Kids, I don't fucking know, man. I don't work in daycare. You all are six to me. I don't care.
0: It's uh, I get a lot of flack because I'm the youngest person that works at the bar. Yes. And uh, I am 23, <laughs> um, but I've been working at the bar since two weeks before my 21st birthday, yeah. which is completely legal. I will say that. Uh, you just have to be 20 in a day. But um, there'll be times where we get people in, and I'll like go to one of the other bartenders, and I'll be like, "Hey, uh, we got to make sure we check their IDs. They just look a little too young." And they'll look at me, and they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about? You're 23." And I'm like, "Yeah, that
1: should tell you something." If they look young to me, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> this kid shows up, and like, yeah, maybe he doesn't look two years older, but he was, to be clear, and we're putting we're bearing the lead a little bit yes. here. But this kid, uh. May or may not have been Walter Collins, and he didn't seem like he was Walter Collins.
0: So Christine goes to Captain J.J. Jones. He is the main antagonist of this story. <laughs> well, Star not Wars. the main antagonist, but, yeah, fucking Captain J.J. Jones. And she says, um...
1: J.J. Jones is such a, like, that sounds like the name of, like, a local wrestler who never made it. Yeah. <laughs> J.J. Jones, coming at ya. Uh, she was like, this isn't
0: my son. Three weeks in, this isn't my son. And he said, well, why don't you just, you know,
1: uh, quote, try the boy out. Yeah. Well, again, the context of that conversation, though, is she was like, (laughs) officer, I've had this kid for three weeks. And she's like, he's like, job well done. And we all know how cops are. He's like, paperwork's done. I'm done. He's like, I'm not doing any more shit. I've done my part. And then she calls him and she's like, hey, you know that kid? And he's like, yeah, your kid? And she's like, "No, no, no, the kid you brought me." And he's like, "Yeah, your kid." And she's like, "No, no, no, the kid you brought me." And he's like, "Yeah, your kid." And she's like, "No, no, no." No, and he's like, "No, your kid." And she's like, "Oh." And he's yeah. like, "Yeah, your kid." So, so he just kind of left her to raise this kid and was like, "It's your kid." If you try to say otherwise, I'm just going to gaslight you and insist that it is your child. You must take care of this kid, whether it is yours or not. So there was definitely a vibe that maybe this kid was blowing smoke and not Walter Collins. So
0: uh, she's like, this isn't my son. And he's like, well, we'll prove that it's your son. You know, you, the person that gave birth to the kid, um, we'll prove as LAPD that this is your son. They did it uh, in two ways. The first way is they took him out to the middle of nowhere dropped him off and said, hey, uh, from memory, uh, make your way back home. Dude, I love
1: that Mm -hmm. shit. That's like, uh, it's like when two people are breaking up and they make their dog choose which person they want to go with and they like stand equidistant and they're like, okay, dog, you have to choose. That kid is very lucky he doesn't have autism or like ADHD or any sort of other mental um, difference that fucks up his spatial awareness because they just plopped him in the middle of nowhere and were like, if you to prove yourself, you must find your way to Mountain Doom. And he was like,
0: okay. (laughs) I would just like to point out that I think it's a terrible way to prove that it's Walter because Walter, clearly has no way to get, and no idea yeah, how to get back a, home. That's
1: a super good point. Because didn't he was lost in the first place. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like, if this kid, it's like one of those uh, double-edged witch <laughs> tests. Like, if you do catch on fire, it's because you were a witch. But if you don't catch on fire, it's because you're a witch and we'll crush you with a rock. It's like, yeah, that's a really good point, Caleb. If, <laughs> if he got dropped, that kid, Walter wouldn't have made it home. They were like, okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to drop Walter two out there. We're going to see what happens. And if he makes it back, it's not Walter. <laughs> if he doesn't make it back, I think your kid died twice. So uh, that was the first test. Second test is Which
0: they he did pass. They he did pass. Proving he was not Walter. He made it home. Second test, they put him in a room, and they brought in the family <laughs> beat dog. Turn the, <laughs> <He tore laughs> the lights off, Walter. And
1: just beat him up. <laughs>
0: Vengeance. <laughs> no, uh, they brought in the family dog and just had the dog walk into the room, and the dog. Ran up to uh, new Walter, uh, not classic Coke Walter, but new Walter. (laughs) New Walter. uh, High fructose corn syrup Walter. And the dog just like leaned its head against his leg and new Walter started petting it. And they're like, see? That wasn't Walter. The dog wouldn't
1: react that way, dude. Could you, like, think of every cat you've ever interacted with or every dog. I would steal people's pets. I wish that was like a transitive property because I could be like, it appears that your dog likes me more than you. That dog's mine now. You know how many dogs I would own? But that is the two ways of
0: identifying yeah, someone. The,
1: the two that is, they're just like the most like prairie ass antiquated this is like the what, lapd yeah, i feel like they should have been reading tea leaves or using leeches or some shit like why don't you guys just get out dousing rods and see if you could find him that way Whoa, no that's not him uh so christine the dog likes him so this is the least amount of police work i'm this is a lot to say because it's the lapd but this is the least amount of police work they've ever done on a case ever.
0: Uh, they uh they brought in the family dog and it ran up to him and they're like, "Uh, oh, see, it's clear." <laughs> 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 Shit, uh oh, man, dog attacked him. <laughs> Quick, get the mother. <laughs> so, uh Christine was like, "Uh, I still don't think it's my son." And they're like, "Well, we just did two bulletproof tests <laughs> to show that it's your son." And she's like, "Well, I have these, you know, my son's dental records." And they're like, "Uh, And she's like, I also have like testimonies from my friends saying, "Hey, this isn't her son." And they're like, "Ooh!" So they compare dental records; do not match whatsoever, because
1: it's not her son. It's not her son. At this point, you guys realize that halfway through this podcast. This isn't her son. This is not Walter Collins. We'll get into what happened to Walter Collins and who the fuck this kid is. Yeah, but he is not Walter Collins and the police department, J.J. Jones has the best response. He just gaslights this woman as hard. And I know I will save it for those of uh, those of you in our, our fanship who don't want to listen to, you know, feminist stuff like whatever. I'm actually going to cut that out. I was like... I'll save it, you know, we don't have to focus on it too much, but it is a really good example of women being gaslit just for being women. (laughs) Yes. like, she gave birth to this, and don't get me wrong, we've obviously given her shit. It took her five days to find this motherfucker and three weeks to decide it wasn't her son. So I do kind of understand where a little bit of the gaslighting comes from. But still, that thing came from her, from when she she remembers his piece of shit dad, like, she knows. She knows if that's her kid or not.
0: So that just reminds me of, uh, Mom, don't listen to this section. Um, I, w- we got rolled stoned the other day, and I turned to you and I went, I know that paternity tests exist, but why aren't there maternity tests? And you just look at me and you go, to prove that the kid came out of the mom. And I went, oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. Probably because they remember. <laughs> I said because there are photos. So... Uh, Colin, uh, Christine goes to JJ Jones, good old captain JJ. And is like, Hey, um, so we did the dental record thing. This isn't my son. And he gets in her face and says, you're a bad mom.
1: <laughs> he's basically, I know his name makes me think this, but he's J. Jonah Jameson, yeah. the cop.
0: He said, you're a bad mom and you're trying to undermine the LAPD. Why are you doing this
1: to us? You're, you're a bad civilian. You're a bad citizen. And most of uh, most of all, you're a bad mom. Take this fucking kid and try him on for size. So
0: um, she is not accepting it. She's like, the dental records don't match. I know my son. This isn't my son. He said, you know what? You're a bad mom. You're being a dick to the LAPD. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to commit
1: you to a psych ward. Yeah, well, that's the shit. Okay, this is where I didn't want to dip into it too bad. But that was like, that's what happened to women. I would like to, this is where I'll take a moment to point out that a hysterectomy, a hysterectomy is the removal of hysteria from one's body. This was a (laughs) misdirectomy.
0: They said, look, this is your son. Quick <laughs> lock her in the
1: room, <laughs> you know. Like it's, it was another dark room, and she's like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna get beat up again." And instead, they just locked her in there. No, it's like it's it, mm-hmm. what's terrifying is how easy it was for the police department to be like, <coughs> "Ma'am, you're not listening. You you don't hear what I'm saying. I'm gonna go ahead hmm. and put you in this other room so you can listen even better."
0: Yeah, well, that goes into you
1: don't have the authority to do that.
0: Uh, Jones committed her uh, to the psych ward at the Los Angeles uh, County Hospital. Under a Code 12 internment. Um, You might be wondering, what is a Code 12 internment? I, I know
1: what a 5150 is.
0: Code 12 is a term used to jail or commit someone who is, quote, deemed difficult or an inconvenience. Oh,
1: my God. Man, do I wish that I could use that in my day-to-day life. I'm just going to go
0: around punching people in the back of the head and going, Code 12. (laughs) People, people,
1: (laughs) like, I understand. I also don't like police, like, the idea of police. I don't like the laws that we have on the books. I don't think they're any good. But the idea of police, I understand why people are like, man, why do police always indulge themselves in the worst part? Well, because they can do shit like this because they can beat the fuck out of their girlfriends. And if their girlfriends are like, you hit me, he can be like, oh, no, no, no. Code 12. Code 12. Code 12. 12. Inconvenienced. Hey, coworkers. Co-workers, we got a code 12 over here. It's kind of personal, though, you know, so you should definitely help out. Yeah, it's just wild that that's something you could do. This poor woman. Like, I get it. I get it that she's not. She probably should have said before five days that her child was gone, and she probably should have, I don't know, worked a little faster than three weeks to What is the return policy on a kid? How long Uh, is that? 18 years. I bet a lot of foster kids are like, fuck you guys. That's not funny. And we apologize for that. But yeah, yeah, what is it? What is it? It was, I mean... Your, it doesn't really work the same way with your dad. He sort of forfeited <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, anyway, that's I, I feel bad for the woman because, you know, she did lose her child. And while it's easy to be like, well, she didn't follow the rules, you can't put her in a psych asylum for yeah. being like, not my kid, isn't her kid, which we obviously now know and we're talking about. Wasn't her kid. Terrible thing to do. Anyway, so she's in the loony bin. She's in the loony bin. Uh, and
0: so J. Jonah Jameson, uh, Captain J.J. <laughs> J. Jones, questions uh, new, new and improved Walter. And he's like, so... Um, you told us you were Walter, and we got you here, and she's very adamant that you're not Walter. What's up? And the kid goes, oh yeah, no, I'm not Walter.
1: (laughs) Well, Fucking, there we go. Close it up, walk away, never mind. They said, uh, I'm sorry. Who, Walter? Oh, no, that that fool's dead, I'm not Walter. (laughs) He
0: said, uh, I'm not Walter, uh, you know, nine, or ten-year-old Walter, uh, that's from here? No, 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 I'm twelve-year-old Walter. Arthur Hutchins, Jr.
1: (laughs) I'm from Iowa and I ran away from my parents. I love it, too, Mm because he specifically did it to go to Hollywood. Like, so his story was that he saw that obviously this was a huge case. Mm -hmm. uh, And when the Walter Collins case uh, hit newspapers everywhere, this kid sees it and decides that he's going to pretend to be his grand scheme. He's going to run away from uh, he made it a mile down the driveway. And he's like, I'm going to be Walter Collins because I want to go to Los Angeles because that's where Hollywood is because that's where my favorite cowboy actor is. And I'm going to get to meet him because he'll think I'm this missing child. Yep. Uh, it's honestly a pretty good plan. His favorite Western actor, Tom
0: mix. He was like, yeah, um, I'm just going to pose as Walter to get to Hollywood so I can meet him. Um, and he's like, but, uh, she never really took me. So, uh, weird thing. She had a weird thing with me going to the movies, I guess.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's like, can I go to the Ho- Hollywood Walk of Fame? It's cool. I can take myself. Don't worry about it. I'll. It's no sweat. And she's like, no, not again. Um. So he's like, uh, I am not Walter. I am Arthur. Maybe I'm- we're, sorry, just real quick. Maybe we're being unfair to this woman and this kid was actively going out of his way to like obf- obfuscate that he was uh, who he was. Like maybe... We're being unfair, and she was perfectly capable, and it was three weeks of her like trying to catch him with his hat off or whatever. Like, ah. She didn't want to be too rude and too pushy. Yeah. She was like, that kid's kind of mean. She's like, I can't I beat don't... the shit out of him because I'm still technically his mom. He never takes that hood off, but I'm not sure that's Walt. Weird.
0: I don't remember Walter being black, but, I mean, it's <laughs> just an entirely different race.
1: It's across the Walterverse.
0: Uh. She's like, uh, You're not Miles. my son, Walter. And he said, Well, no, you're Walter's from Earth 616. I'm from Earth 100.
1: Um, yeah, it's a whole thing. <laughs> that's that's uh, <laughs> all this is. It's just another chapter in the multiverse. So. Walter the, Collins is going to be a Walter, cameo in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. At
0: the end of Multiverse of Madness, the screen's going to fade to black and it's, it's going to say, Walter Collins will Lord. return to the MCU. <laughs> so uh, they're like. So you're not Walter? And he's like, nah, man, I'm sorry. I was My name's just trying- art. I'm sorry. I was just trying to see an actor. So they send him back to Iowa. They're like, get the fuck out of here.
1: And they release Christine from uh I wonder how many times in different ways that exact scheme has been pulled by someone from Iowa. What, you're not so-and-so? Get the fuck back to Iowa. What are you doing here? Yeah, like, fair enough. Fair enough. I tried. I tried. I tried. Get I'll back to that. Iowa. We don't let you guys out.
0: <laughs> All seven of you. Um So ten days after a good old Art was like, nah, I'm, I'm not him. Ten days after they finally released everything Christine. Takes,
1: everything takes a little, oh my God, everything takes a little <laughs> longer in this case. And that's honestly, you know, we'll get into the, like, what actually happened to Walter, too. And there's going to be a lot of, why is this person still arrested? But ten days, it took ten days to get, get her out of jail.
0: Once Christine finally gets out, she uh, takes out a lawsuit against J.J. Jones. I mean, can you blame her? <laughs> She's like, you fucking gaslit me for not being my son. <laughs> he wasn't my kid. You told me to get used to him, and I didn't. I did not get used to him. She wins the lawsuit and is awarded $10,800.
1: Which is a decent chunk of change. Yeah, this is. Uh, $10,000 in the 20s. That's, you know, 50 dollars
0: $60,000. At this point, I, I think it's
1: 1928. Yeah. Um, man, man, 1928 and having ten grand drop in your lap. Well, that is if. Good old captain JJ Jones ever paid it, which
0: he never did. Oh no! Yeah. That would have been
1: such a That's a great depression. That's such a windfall. But of course, the villainous J. Jonah Jameson J Jenna J Jenna Jameson. Oh man, there you go. There's a cosplay. <laughs> J- idea. J- Jenna Jameson. J. Jenna Jameson. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been needing to change my Xbox name and I I've got my new one. It's J Jenna Jameson. Okay. Yeah, JJ <laughs> Jones, man. You were a real piece of shit, you asshole. You didn't so he didn't pay her the money. Didn't
0: pay her the money uh she wins the lawsuit sues LAPD um doesn't win that one for some reason interesting uh but yeah he never gives her the money and he still is just like you did this to make us look bad
1: so there are a number of theories then if she if We've settled the police. You know, they've given what they're going to give her, which is nothing. Nothing. They're not going to give her credit. They're going to give her one verdict and no money.
0: (laughs) They gave her a a couple weeks staycation. Yeah. And some serious trauma. Like, serious trauma from losing her son, reopening the wound. Dude, then the gaslighting. And then serious trauma and gaslighting. (laughs) And then now she's back... To not
1: having a son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still has no kid, doesn't have a fake son, doesn't have a real son, uh, doesn't recognize any of these children. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So there's obviously a few theories then. what? Where's Walter Collins? Is he still out there? Is he alive? You know, I, I joked a moment ago about him being dead, but that's not the case. I mean, now it's the case because everybody in this case involved his past. But at the time, was he still alive? There was you know, there was thought that maybe he was. There were some theories about maybe where he'd went. You want to dive into that a little?
0: Yes. Yeah, so uh, the first theory that came up uh, regarding where Walter was came from Walter Sr. Good old Walt's dad, still serving time in Folsom Prison, Uh, He gets a job in the cafeteria and gets a supplemental job as well, directly from the warden, on being a professional snitch. Man, his dad. His dad was a real piece of work. He's like, you will work the line in the cafeteria because you can hear all the other inmates talking. If they're doing anything illegal or out of line, let me know. That's your job.
1: They put CIs on the line all the time.
0: Well, he gets found out. And uh, he gets the shit beat out of him multiple times yeah. in prison. Uh-huh. Uh, and then... Did he
1: get stitches? I hear that's what snitches usually... That's what they get.
0: He then believes that uh, some former inmates kidnapped Walter as revenge for snitching on them. Okay. Or has some of their guys on the outside kidnap him. Um, he continues to do the snitching job and ultimately gets murdered in prison.
1: Jeez, his dad was a piece of work, man. Yeah. He was bad at crime. He was bad at crime. He was
0: was a con man, but just, like, the worst kind.
1: This movie feels like the inverse in every possible dimension of raising Arizona. You know? Like, it's a real dipshit criminal who's terrible at raising his kid, ends up in jail the whole time. Or he could go straight and marry the cop who keeps arresting him. So... That's one theory. Okay. The other theory is I mean there's some before we get to the other one. Yeah. I mean there's some I guess some credence to that I guess, yeah. right? Like in the I always hesitate with that sort of stuff, the like criminal stuff because I think while it's um <sighs> fiction has taken an interesting path in the U S in that, you know, it immediately starts in, in plays. And then these, these like very driven places, there's a location where this thing happens. So they have a lot of control and you don't go all that often. So you can tell these same stories over and over again, but as tropes start to develop and we start to have television and, you know, the internet and all these different places where you can see all these different things, but even just with television, I think we get very accustomed to the idea of certain tropes that happen in writing being true in real life, Mm. you know? And I think it's really easy in our, like, Sopranos riddled brains, and, you know, long before that, The Godfather, whatever, um, to be like, well, yeah, I bet that was some sort of a mob hit revenge job. When in real life, while those things do happen, it's usually significantly tighter. And as we all know, the mob, by and large, won't touch children. yeah. And most Sicilian mobs don't even deal with people who aren't in the game. yeah. So there's while that feels very attractive and it's ro- very romantic cuz his dad was in jail and he was a snitch and you know the natural desire to dislike a snitch is very high i don't like snitches myself um that being said tattling isn't always snitching sometimes yeah. it's saving people yeah yeah but i i just think that in general it makes, I think it makes a lot more sensational sense than it does logical sense. Like, that, that, man, what a cool story. That sounds fun. But why would they kidnap his child? Why wouldn't they kidnap Christine? You know, like mm. there's, to be Omar Little about it, every man has to have a code. And not a lot of the gang members that I know or any of the gangs that I'm familiar with would ever go after a kid. Yeah, you it's don't been go after a children. Kid. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's like just, if it
0: was a nineteen year old kid. you're you, not a kid anymore. Yeah.
1: You're an adult that's fucked up. You know, in the gang world, by the time you're fourteen, 14, 15, sure, you can be treated like an adult. But you're a ten year old kid. Nobody's gonna snatch somebody's ten year old kid and kill them. It's like it reminds me of if he had actually been kidnapped, it reminds me I know I talk about the story all the lot a lot, but I just really love the story of Shergar the horse. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, for those who haven't listened to that one, you should. But the horse, there's a horse kidnapping that doesn't exactly go right. And the horse gets hurt. And it makes me think of, and those dudes were just like being pretty inept about it. And imagine being so bad at kidnapping a kid that like you pull up with the van, like you're zooming up with the van and the dude whips the door open and you're going too fast. So when you go to grab the kid, you just fucking kill him. Like, ah, we, (laughs) uh, well, we, you know, the boss is like, Hey, did you get that kid? And they're like, well, we got him. We, we got him. We did. Um, did you mean get him like pick him up or did you mean get him like you know like whack him? And he was like, No, he's a fucking kid. Pick him up. Oh okay, so <laughs>
0: bad news. <laughs> yeah,
1: a little communication breakdown we had there. I apologize. We killed the child. We did. We we, we yeah, killed the child. We hit him with
0: the van on accident. Uh, <laughs> we were going too fast. I told It Ricky, was dark, you know, know. It was hard to see. It was headed to the movies. He was walking right down the street and we just kinda clipped him.
1: Um yeah, it just doesn't. It doesn't feel logical, and it also doesn't seem like how somebody dies. Yeah, because then why wasn't there a ransom note? Why was so they just kidnapped this dude's kid and killed him? They just 80, 60s, sixties ten year and, old like didn't tell him. Yeah, they're just like you <laughs> snitch. We killed your kid. Should we tell him that? No, because no. snitches talk too much, so we won't talk at all. Like what kind of fucked up logic is that? Just
0: hit a man's family, but not tell him, <laughs> and he's in jail, so it's not like he's gonna know. And they didn't really and have much. He never gets of out of
1: jail, so he just never knows. They didn't have to die at all. Just no purpose to that at all. Honestly, you could do the 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 reverse
0: of that. If someone's in jail, doesn't have a connection to their family, really is never gonna get out of jail. You just go to them and they are like, "Yeah, we killed your family, man." And he's like, "Fuck, really?" And they're like, "No, we wouldn't do that." No, but you don't need to. yeah Yeah, man no no, we we definitely killed your family dude they're all dead and he's like i can't believe because of my actions my whole family's dead and she's like fuck walt (laughs) (laughs) shit not again walter
1: (laughs) (laughs) this
0: kid's been gone for like nine days uh well how's it been now that you guys are connected Fuck, I did. I was supposed to bring him back home, wasn't I? <laughs> yeah. Shit.
1: Think, He's still in Illinois. I'm think, a fucking idiot. Yeah, do you think this was just like the fifth or sixth time she lost Walter? And that's why she didn't say anything about Walter it? Because never she existed. was. Well, new, no.
0: New theory Walter never existed. <laughs> well, we'll get to that at the end of the
1: show. But, you know, like, she seems like an irresponsible enough mother in the way that this is told to us that, like,. Maybe that wasn't the case. And she had just lost him so many times that she was like, listen, I once like one of her girlfriends was like, shouldn't you say something? She's like, oh, honey, I once lost him for three days. He was fine. He showed up and he had money. If I'm lucky, five days, he's going to have a handful. You know, (laughs) it's It's, uh, it's a great depression. She was looking, you know, who knows? I love
0: I love telling the story. My mom probably hates me telling the story. But there was once where her and I went to Walmart together and uh, I just kind of branched off. I had a cell phone and everything, but I just kind of
1: branched off. In, Is that, do you mean wandered away? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By branched off. Uh, I, hey mom, I'm going to go out on a limb and then you just, just I'm going to go out on a
0: limb here. <laughs> uh, no, so I was just walking around. I was probably looking at like toys and video games and stuff. Yeah. And she calls me because the Walmart was just like maybe two miles away from our house. Okay. And she's like, hey, I'm headed home. Uh, go ahead and pull the stuff out for dinner so it's ready. And I was like, mom. I went to Walmart with you, and she's like, all right, I'll be right back.
1: <laughs> that's beautiful.
0: But, that's, I mean, that was ten minutes, not five fucking days. I'm sorry, I'm going back to it.
1: At least you knew. At least yeah. you knew her kid was gone, you know? That's, so That's better than most. Um, the second... and Does this make Walter Collins the Joe Dirt of history? Yeah, I think so.
0: <laughs> He's real Joe Dirty. You know why name named Joe Dirt? So, uh, the second larger theory in... The one that we both kind of hold to be true.
1: Yeah, well, so there was, yeah there there was a, a case um, that involved a serial killer that I'm going to let you get into, named Gordon Northcutt. That by all likelihood is what happened to Walter, mm-hmm. but there are still some dubious stuff around there, which is why it hasn't been confirmed, and I'll let you go through all that right now. So, a huge
0: trigger warning. I mean, we put one at the beginning, but this is where yeah, we're this, really going to talk yeah, about...
1: This is like kid like it, yeah. molestation and stuff. We'll keep it brief, but it does happen.
0: So, uh, in 1929, a man by the name of Gordon Stewart Northcott was found guilty of abducting, molesting, and killing three young boys in what became known as the Wineville
1: Chicken Coop Murders. Which is, I mean, I'm trying to keep a straight face for this because it's serious shit, but what, guys, the Wineville Chicken Coop Murders? What a terrible thing to die. would you die in? Oh, them Chicken Coop Murders. Like, man! Um, so, Northcott's mother, Sarah Louise
0: Northcott, uh, confessed in late uh, 1928 to her participation in the murder of Walter Collins as uh, being amongst one of her son's victims. This is where it gets a little muddy, when uh, Gordon was first arrested, he admitted to nine murders. Um, there was only enough evidence to get him for three. Gordon was also a notorious liar. Yes, very, very uh, pathological liar. Yeah. Um. No one could really take any of his words to be fact. Uh, that's why he was only charged with three, is because they only had evidence to tie him to three. Um. After that, Sarah, uh, his mother... Then confessed herself. She said, I'm the one that killed Walter. I killed him with an axe, and I hid his body in a chicken coop. And I mean, then she refuted that, and she was like, no, my son did it. She would go back and forth with that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, she was sentenced to, uh, without trial, to life imprisonment. For her role in all of these, She she was found accountable to all of the murders, including the ones that they didn't have evidence to get Gordon with, but still he confessed to nine. So they had her as an accomplice, but they only
1: father Sanford too, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they only had, like I said, three for him, but, uh, Gordon, the, the state chose not to prosecute Gordon for Walter's murder. And like I said, brought him to trial for the three others. And he was found guilty and sentenced to death. And he was very adamant. He was like, I didn't kill Walter Collins. He wrote on his walls that he never even met the boy before, but Christine reached out to him and was like, hey, um, did you kill my son? And he was like, yes, I killed your son, but I will only confess to it if you come meet me in person, and I'll tell you all the details in
1: person. Which is wild, because her name's Christine. That's some real Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Christine.
0: Um. After that, his mother then uh, rescinded her confession and gave a bunch of other scattered and inconsistent statements. And so uh, Christine then goes to meet with Gordon and was like, hey, um, he was getting executed within the week. It was like, please tell me what happened to my son. She gets there. And at the last minute, he was like, I don't want to meet with you. I have no idea who your son is. I'm innocent on all these charges. I just want them to let me go. Yeah. And wouldn't even meet with her. Yeah. So,
1: so he kind of reeled her in and it's clear that, you know, there's a lot of attention around this guy. You can look up photos of him when he was arrested and stuff, but he's got a huge smile on his mm-hmm. face. He's very, for a child murderer, he's extremely happy. He's got some real Joker vibes about him, serious incel vibes. Uh, and, you know, he lives with his parents who seem to assist in what he was up to there's a lot of muck and mire there and it's easy to be like, well guys, the kid was identified bear in mind when this was, he was, but bear in mind when this was, and there were a number of bodies that were less identified while out there. However, one of them that was, um, seemingly positively identified, the child showed up five years later alive. Yep. Uh, uh, so alive and well,
0: yeah. Gordon, uh, got executed by hanging and, um, everyone just kind of dropped the story. But like you said, five years later, a boy who was thought to be murdered by the group, whether it be Gordon or the mother or the father he died in Wineville. He, uh, he showed back up alive and well. And he's like, Hey, uh, I've just been kind of on the run. ever since I escaped from there, trying to get back home. um, An interesting thing we found out, Wineville tried to distance themselves so much from the case that they renamed the city?
1: Yeah, to Mira Loma. And what's funny is I've been to Mira Loma. I did not know that this was the history of it. So job well done, guys. Yeah, it's uh, Mira Loma. It's in California, obviously. Um, Yeah, I was surprised to hear that it was no longer Wineville. But all, that whole area is Wineville, I suppose.
0: Yeah. Um. And so with this boy showing back up, that re-sparked in Christine that yeah. like, Walter's
1: still alive. Especially in Christine, who doesn't really know exactly what her son looks like. <laughs> but She knows what She he, said, that's my son! Dude, well, you know <laughs> <laughs> Joseph, she's like, like Walter! They're... And he's like, no, I'm Billy. I'm mm-hmm. one of the other kids. I met Walter, though. He's like, I'm 19
0: years old. And she's like, yeah, yeah, it's been five years. And they're like ma'am, your son would be 15.
1: And she's like, I don't fucking care. And also, it hasn't <laughs> been five years. It's been 12. You're so bad at telling time. <laughs> she's like, my son disappeared yesterday. It's, uh, a, <laughs> ma'am, it Monday, <laughs> it's
0: Friday he disappeared in 1928 dude it's the 60s <laughs> Yeah,
1: just running around like this poor old maid always look at like a banshee haunting the halls looking for her child yeah she just mm-hmm. thought any one of these maybe that's all that it was I like to think i try to you know keep like a positive note here and I like to think yeah she was just very bad at identifying her son and she has just since, really has face blindness. And she yeah and she has since uh positively mm-hmm. identified her son at least three more times, and lived lives with all of these men who every- have pretended to be him. Uh, one of them was Arthur for a second time. Every day, the mailman shows up and he like knocks on the door
0: to deliver the mail, and she's like, "Finally, Walter, you're home." And he's like, "Fuck, no, we do this every day, man."
1: <laughs> I'm your, uh, I'm your mailman. I moved to town three years ago. Uh, I didn't. I'm not your child. I'm only six years younger than you. This whole conversation's really weird. Every said, time I'm older we have- than you.
0: <laughs> the milkman comes, lays the milk down. She's like, "Walter," and he's like. You're in your 40s and I'm 73 years old. How does that work? (laughs)
1: Exactly. I'm <laughs> 60 years old. Yeah, she just, this poor woman, maybe it was grief, maybe it wasn't. I wonder what happened to Arthur. We didn't really look that up because, you know, he just normal got, life. He
0: just got fucking shipped back to Iowa. And yeah. They're like, you're a piece of shit. Get out of here. Well, you know, <laughs> when you
1: when you get sent back to Iowa, one can only assume that the rest of your life is going to be pretty dog shit. Yeah,
0: he turned into a potato. That's not even the same state. <laughs> uh, not, he turned into
1: corn. He turned into corn. He's a corn husker now. That's what he does. A Jayhawk? <laughs> is that the, the Jaywalkers? Are they the, isn't that their, that's their... Their mascot? I literally their, know nothing about ILS. So. I, t- I know nothing. I know that Des Moines sucks. That's what I know about it. Unless you're from Des Moines, in which case... Or, if you like it, uh, I apologize. If you are from Des Moines and you can see it for what it is, welcome. Uh, yeah, well, dude, this fucking case is wild. What yeah. do you think happened? Do you think do you think it was the serial killer camp? I, or do you think that was just an easy thing to blame it on?
0: I think, in all likeliness, yes, it was the serial killer. Um, just because... People that were there on the farm identified Walter as being someone that got murdered. Both of them confessed to him being murdered there. And I mean, they're both pathological liars and they're getting sentenced to life and execution. You're going to lie. You're going to yeah. try to lessen your sentence. That's fair. So to backpedal isn't surprising whatsoever.
1: That's true. That's absolutely true. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, the only thing that makes me think about it is kind of the same. characterization but i i see them as being willing to lie about it too in the same way like this case was obviously big enough that arthur was willing to lie about being walter Mm -hmm. i wouldn't be that surprised that people were lying about killing walter there were there were so many uh tips that came in after the case started to you know hit the newspapers and stuff i wouldn't be surprised if there weren't a few copycats or at least a few people that were claiming to be, you know, it's, it's easy to be like, oh, why would you do that? That would get you in trouble or whatever. I'm pretty sure Dirty Dom is going to go to jail because he's lying about jumping a Tesla in San Francisco. Yeah. Cloud's a powerful drug. yeah, And especially back then when it was one of the most powerful drugs, one of the few powerful drugs.
0: And if it was a way to get famous and make money during the Great Depression. Yeah,
1: man, it's it makes sense that maybe there was something in it for this money. Maybe this kid disappeared the old-fashioned way. Maybe something unfortunate happened to him and I, he didn't end up with this serial killer camp maybe he fucking hated his mom his mother and he decided to take his movie money like, and he dipped and he's never shown back up feel like she doesn't even know who I am or what I look like <laughs> yeah uh, his social security numbers never reentered the system well I guess he doesn't have one though does he he wouldn't have had one yeah so, um
0: Christine did attempt several times after uh, after the fact to collect that money from Captain JJ Jones um, she had a court case with the Superior Court in 1941 where she bumped it up from that ten thousand to uh fifteen thousand five hundred and sixty two dollars, still never got it, never got the money. Uh, she ended up passing away in nineteen sixty four in L. A. And, okay. and was buried in
1: L. A. Okay, yeah. Uh, but
0: yeah, she she never she never found out what happened to Walter. Um, no one did. did. She never
1: never found out what happened to her son. Never got her money. You know, like just absolutely the least amount of like justice and resolution for having your son going missing.
0: Her liar of a husband who kept his uh, identity, a true identity, a secret from her. Yeah. died in prison as well.
1: Yeah, man, just so much mystery here. Mm-hmm. This deserves a whole somebody with a great deal of money and time to dive into this and talk to some of the relatives and some of the people maybe from the jail or whatever cuz it's a really interesting story, but all I can imagine, I honestly this one at the end I'm relatively stumped. I, I you know, my immediate thought is I want to agree and be like, "Yeah, it was, was Northcut and his parents, it was the Northcut family and you know, they had this farm full of kids that they were killing, but with her inability both as a narrator, but also as a mother's ability to identify her children, everybody involved in this case, make it a little bit murkier. Yeah. And from the kid who lied about, (laughs) about being Walter in order to make it to Hollywood, to see uh, his favorite cowboy actor, to the mother who can't get her story straight, the killers who make up everything they talk about, the dad, Who's like a well-known con artist and snitch? It's just like there isn't a single person here who tells the truth, and it makes it very difficult to really try to suss out a true story. Yeah, my guess is I—I I don't think Walter made it home that night. I think I don't think he made it to the movie, or if he did make it to the movie, I think he was probably abducted at the movie. Um, I think he was probably abducted. I don't know that he was taken to that farm. I don't think that he made it long after that. No, unfortunately, I think that his. His life was probably relatively short, unfortunately, much shorter than it should have been. But may his life serve as a cautionary tale for going to the movies, I guess. No, I hate to say that, you know, because if anything, this should serve as a cautionary tale to say that the world isn't nearly as fucking dangerous as you think it is. And yeah. <clears throat> these while these things do happen, one of the most recognizable cases is 100 years old. Yeah. So maybe let your kids play outside a little more often. We got to do it, and it made me a perfectly well-rounded person you know i think it's good to be able to go outside and let your kids play but i understand the the fear of this sort of thing happening cuz it does so yeah. i don't know what do you think happened to the kid you think he, uh, he got abducted you think it but you do think it was the north Guts?
0: i i think i think it was the the wineville chicken coop murders yeah um because there's there's so much eyewitness like eyewitness testimony and the fact that the three the three people involved admitted to it at one point um and they're pathological liars, so for yeah. them to backtrack it makes sense. I mean I agree. He was identified as being there. They said that they killed him. And then they were like, We didn't kill him once they got caught. So Fair I think enough. Pa- path of least resistance, yeah, I think it was them. Yeah. It he also could have just got lost on his way home and fell into a ditch for all we know.
1: Maybe he got abducted by aliens and uh, you know, maybe he maybe he's the one who uh, came back for Travis Walton. You could know, be. Maybe he was like, I got abdu- abducted by aliens as a young kid. They treated me really well. Now as an adult, we fuck all the time at rules. Let's go find some people.
0: Or he, he fell and he into thought he a, thought he
1: was in California, but he was over Arizona.
0: He he fell into a space hole. Yeah. Uh, the same have, one that caused the, the, the meat K- shower. Yeah, the,
1: the Kentucky meat shower. Maybe he fell through a, a transcendental rift and he fell into Kentucky. Who knows? Who knows where he is? Maybe he's in the future. Maybe he's with John Titer trying to stop the 2038... Uh, end of the world conspiracy. Who knows? You guys let us know what you think in the comments. By all means, this one's a fun case and it's one that, while some other people have talked about, we always like to give any story our two cents because that's why we do this in the first place. It's mostly so Caleb and I can make jokes to each other. But we love you guys very much. Let us know what you think and without further ado, it's riddle time. Uh, Last week's riddle was uh, what
0: is black when you buy it, red when you use it, and gray when you throw it away? The answer is charcoal. Um, This week's is a little bit of a a word puzzle. So a bus driver was heading down the street in Colorado. He went right past a stop sign without stopping. He turned left where there was a no left turn sign, and then he went the wrong way down a one-way street. Then when he went on the left side of the road, he drove past a cop car. The cop did nothing, and he never broke any traffic laws. How is this possible?
1: Ooh, that's a long one. Feel free to, can you attach, I wish you could attach images to the comments. I guess I probably don't because they'd all be goatsy. But I would enjoy that anyway, you know. Show me the ring. (laughs) By all means, maybe in uh, ACII art, like draw out your little plan. Show us where the bus is. Tell us where it's going. Tell us what you think. Uh, That's a tough one, man. That's That's a thorough riddle. Well, give your brain a little exercise. Let us know what you think of the episode. We love you guys very much. If you haven't seen our news show yet, we've got that going a few weeks strong now. That's over on our other channel, which is regular ACNN. Uh, it's fantastic. It's a couple minutes long. Feel free to give it a, a look if you like the sort of things we talk about on the show. It's just a little bit faster and a little bit more about being funny and less about being accurate, which I don't know how our podcast could be anymore in that <laughs> direction. Uh, we love you guys very much, and we will see you next week. Thank you.